How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, 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 everyone. It's me, Dr. Love, and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with me, Dr. Love. I'm talking about being single today. Three major benefits of being single. And yeah, you might think being a single person and, you know, sitting there and wondering, how can there be any benefits to being single when I am surrounded by so many loved up couples? Or you might be happily living a single life without a care in the world, but either way, there's no better time than spring to remind us of how being single is really, really great. So we know there are plenty of people out there that perceive single people as being unhappy people because they haven't found the one. They haven't found a partner to live life with. But it actually turns out that single people can live happier lives than their married counterparts. All we ever see in the media is an obsession with couples. And, you know, even the newest Netflix movies always seem to be remade rom-coms from the 90s, like the remake of She's All That. It's not that hard to see why singles are bombarded with this fantasy of being complete when they find their soulmate. But the truth is that people don't always find happiness when they decide to shack up for the sake of being in a relationship. There are so many other benefits to living your life as a single person. Sometimes you need a reminder that you're actually living a really good life. Firstly, when you're single, you can really live life on your own terms. That's the greatest thing about, you know, singledom is having no attachments to any person or place. You can literally do whatever you want without having to think of how it's going to impact someone else and someone else's whole entire life and their whole entire family. The autonomy to live as you please and make decisions for yourself is something that singles have done forever. That's what they do. And it's the one thing that married couples pick on because you know what? They're totally in control of their own destiny. No one else is driving their vehicle. Singles can really pick up their life and move overseas if they want. They can start somewhere new and get a new job without having to talk it over with somebody else or ending a relationship or compromising. When you feel like life isn't in your hands and you can't control your path, really your self-confidence and your self-esteem take a really big hit. And this is what happens when you're in a couple and it just isn't working. Couples have disagreements all the time, even about the smallest things. And this really does impact their individual life. But you know what? Singles can do as they please. So having a healthy relationship means compromising and sacrificing, but still having autonomy and freedom. But for singles, there's no compromising or sacrificing. They don't need to worry about giving up anything. When life throws an opportunity their way, singles can take it and run while the couples need to look at how their entire life and family will change. You know, in a relationship, people can often lose their own identity. And that's another point I want to make. Don't lose yourself. 
people start acting and talking and walking and dressing like their significant partner. And they really lose themselves in this process. This isn't on purpose, of course, because it often happens when we spend a lot of time with someone that we start to mimic their behaviors and eventually even their way of thinking, even if we think their way of thinking is not ideal or on par with who we are, we start to adopt those behaviors and thinking patterns because we are continually around them. So you might know that couple that can't go anywhere with each other. It seems like they even go to the bloody bathroom together. But for singles, it's easier. They'll rock up to a dinner party, solo, uh, rock the house off. And then when they're ready, they can actually either go home or not. No one's there to tell them to stop having a good time. Even when you're embarrassing yourselves and doing those dance moves, they just continue blissfully. Being single means that you can actually let your hair down. Singles are more confident than some of our coupled friends because they know their self-worth or they should know their self-worth. A lot of the time, being single gives you some alone time, which means we can inward reflection in that space. And you really start to have the ability to rely on yourself for a confidence boost rather than relying on something that your partner is going to do, something your partner is going to say to uplift you. A lot of the time in a relationship, we do rely on each other. But when you're single, you really have that space. And a lot of the time, even our creativity is compromised in a relationship. Now, I'm making this sound like being single is the way to go, but I'm just really trying to emphasize how being single is great, just the same as being in a relationship. Nothing is better or worse than the other. Okay. So I know from my experience that sometimes being in a relationship, our creative thinking is compromised. Whereas when you're single, it isn't. Couples can find that their creativity really lacks when they're in a relationship because their mind is often occupied with other things that couples need to do. But when you're single, it's not taken up by the energy that you need to invest in a relationship or in in-laws or family gatherings or so forth. So really, when you think about it, maybe your brain is less foggy when you're single. I mean, when you're single, you only need to worry about your own calendar and your own to-do list and nobody else's. And you really do know where everything is in the house and where it belongs. So you're not forever looking for things. And you know when the washing needs to be done because it's only your clothes. And you know when you need to do the groceries because you know you've got one roll of toilet paper left and no milk. And you know what your calendar looks like for the next week or maybe the next month. So it sounds pretty darn good to me. When you bring another person into the equation, all of this stuff, you need to double. So everything you need to memorize doubles because you've got two calendars, two loads of washing, two more doses of, you know, two more trips, two more grocery bags from the store. It's doubled. So not only is your brain coupled with, you know, couples paperwork, but you also need to have the mental capacity and patience and kindness and even intimacy for someone else after a long day at work. So being in a relationship means being mentally prepared to handle whatever comes your way, especially if there is turmoil and friction within your relationship. You can't just hit the pause button on an argument and the stress and make your living situation go away. You really got to work at it. So there's that added pressure and commitment you need to make for the other person. 
So even if all is well in your love life, you can't just switch off for the day and relax on the couch with your own comfort food and TV show because someone else's food mood and TV preferences also need to be accounted for. Now, I'm not saying that this can't happen, but a lot of the time we need to either compromise either way. So one is saying, don't worry, you have the TV and you have the remote and you have, you know, the junk food and I'll, you know, I'll miss out or I'll join you even if I don't like it. So there's that element of compromise. And there's always someone around that always needs to be considered. So when you're trying to go to sleep and don't want to disturb them with your, you know, sleep stories or you're craving pizza at night and they want curry or you want to get intimate and they're not feeling it, you just can't whip out the vibrator like you would if you were single. So there's a few things that are beneficial to being single. So all my single women put your hands up and say, hell yeah, because there's actually nothing wrong with it. So my final thoughts, when it comes to being single, I know you're made to feel like the world is against you and maybe even pitying you. But in fact, most married couples are jealous of their single friends. I said it. There you go, people. Exactly right. Not only are single people living their life on their terms, they have more financial freedom, are more creative, know their identity and stick to it. And they have more confidence because they actually know who they are. Plus, they're using a vibrator whenever they bloody want. So here, here, cheers, cheers to my single women. Have fun, enjoy. There's nothing wrong with you. You're ahead of the rest. Yes, your coupled friends are jealous of you and just own that shit. This is Dr. Love. I'll catch you on the next episode. See ya. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's D-R-L-U-R-V-E dot com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.